Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Welcome to About Progress, a podcast devoted to ordinary people who are striving to improve themselves, overcome obstacles, and make something special of their lives, all while maintaining a healthy balance. In short, people who know life is about progress, not perfection. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in every Wednesday as we interview such amazing people. It's been so thrilling to see where the podcast took us this past month, and I am hopeful that it will continue and that we can continue to learn from amazing people and each other and support the dreams that we are trying to create and the growth we're trying to make. Today's episode is going to do more to continue that path we are on. We will be hearing from Brianna Johnson. You might know her, and actually you you should know her from the podcast, The Life Beats Project. She's incredible. She's done such an amazing job creating a very successful podcast and community. She is someone that I admire greatly and have learned so much from. But this journey to creating this dream that she has been on, this podcast and this community that goes with it, has been filled with stress and self-doubt and fear. And we're going to explore that today with her, what it's really like to be going after a dream and how difficult that can be, but how worth it it is. We talk about so much more too, how she's always been the creative type and the various ways she's explored the side to herself. We also talk about how she resisted accepting the story of her life that she was being presented with, 
but how learning to do that, to embrace her own story, illuminated the possibilities of growth she could then get from going through this story and facing it head on. And you can see where it's taken her. She is so wise, and I know that she has incredible things in store for you to hear today. So if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling worried, if you are facing big trials that you don't want to accept and um, are filled with self-doubt for a whole number of reasons, this is the episode for you. Let's turn to Brianna. Hi, I'm here with Brianna Johnson. Hi, Brianna. Hi, Monica. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Are you kidding? I was just telling you before, this is like interviewing Oprah, so um, (laughs) the intimidation factor is there, but you are such a fun person to talk to that I know it's going to go well. And, you know, some people, I don't know where they've been hiding, but they might not know who you are. So can you you tell those people who you are um, so they know uh, what we're about tonight? Oh, well, hello, new friends. Um, My name is Brianna Johnson, and I I get to be the host of the podcast, The Life Beats Project, and kind of a facilitator for this community that we have there. And I love it. I've been doing that for about, it's been over a year and a half. I can't even believe it. Um, But it's been such a joy and a strength in my life, and it's been so incredible to listen to how people have drawn from um, the podcast, because what I get to do is very similar to what you get to do, Monica, which is interview um, people and share um, the things that are going on in their lives, real life people and the things, real life situations, um, the things that have brought them, you know, to the rock bottom as well as the things that have helped them to rise and and how we can um, draw from each other's stories. Um, so I, I currently live in um, a community in the Salt Lake Valley in Utah. Um, I'm a, from California. I'm ninth generation. So mm-hmm. my my blood and my heart uh, beat there, mm-hmm. um, but I love Utah. It's been it's a great home for us. Um, I have um, five kids and crazy uh, that I have five kids. That's great, but I didn't think that uh, we would. So my oldest is fifteen, and then I have a two year old. She just turned two mm-hmm. this last week. Okay. Um, yeah, and then I have an incredible husband who um, he's a rock and stay at home dad. So, and he is so good at it. And um, I get to go and, and provide for the family outside of the home and then come home and, and, you know, get everybody situated and then stay up way too late and get yeah. up way too oh <laughs> early goodness. to work on, um, on this podcast. So that's a little bit about me. We are going to be talking a lot about pursuing a dream. So I want to spend a lot of time talking about that part of your personality and who you are. But first, I've always been curious while I've been listening to your podcast. You know, you you tend to interview people who have those, like you said, rock bottom stories. Mm-hmm. And it can be really heavy. I don't always have really heavy interviews like you do. And I've wondered if that has ever been hard for you or oh absolutely yeah so tell me how do you deal with that then when you are hearing such heavy stories and so often I think that um especially when I prepare and I'm sure you do the same thing when you are um before you 
interview someone, you want to learn about them. You almost become their friend before you even know them Mm -hmm. because you're reading everything that you can to learn about this person. um, And you're reading their words of, you know, what they've gone through as well as what they've learned. And I think there's been some particular ones that come to mind that have been very heavy um, that I, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I can can do this. But what I've really focused on, and I truly believe that there is so much light, even though there is so much darkness in our situations, that there is light. And so even though we do focus on some of these harder things, I always draw the light from it. And sometimes, and and especially what has been so incredible for me is either before the interview, this, the guest tells me this, or in the interview itself, they are discovering that light right then, whether that's about the situation or about themselves. Mm -hmm. And that is, that's been some of the most rewarding things I think that have come from it is, is to help to to pull that out because sometimes when we're in it, especially when we're right in it, it's so hard to see, um, can any good come from this situation? And so to be able to focus on that and know that that's the focus, um, you know, we talk about the things that are hard because we can, you know, relate to them or because we're talking through them and, and explaining what's going on. But, um, it's really when we can, we can focus on that light and focus on those lessons that that's where the true treasure, I think that comes from what we get to do. I think that's why you're so good at your job too, because it comes, you're able to draw that light out in those really hard, hard interviews. And it's, it takes a special gift to do that. Oh, thank you. So you strike me as someone who is a go-getter. You're always doing something, (laughs) never or rarely resting. So have you always been that way? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. (laughs) No, I, I have, um, I, I think I related to you and your story a lot because you have that inner drive, I think, um, to, to constantly be improving and, and that could be dangerous definitely. Mm -hmm. And as we've talked about, that could be a dangerous thing. Um, but I think that I've also been in a place earlier in my life where I kind of was trying to figure out where I fit in. I think that's part of my story is that I I was kind of like that growing up. I never really fit in somewhere um, because I... I did have uh, a lot of hobbies. I, I had was friends with so many different groups of people, but I never figured out where I fit. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what I've done a lot of my life is that I've tried things out because I love the tr- I love the new and I love the learning part. Um, but I think that as I've become more um, confident in who I am and what I have to offer and, and the things that bring me joy. Um, it's been more consecrated crazy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, not, it's not so out there sporadic. It's more of like, okay, now it's a more directed chaos. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> more um, purpose driven, I guess. Yeah, there you go. More purpose driven in, yeah. in what I'm going for. You know, so I, I, I loved learning more about you. I think when you were on the Extraordinary Moms podcast, you talked about how as even as a young stay-at-home mom, you were always doing things on the side. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to hear more about 
the various projects you've taken on throughout <laughs> oh, your mothering <laughs> journey and before you officially went back to full-time work, you know, what, what all, what were those things that you were doing? How yeah, well, I think I love creating. I think that's what I've really discovered about myself. I love yeah. creating things. And so I have had quite a few things that I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a floral business that I started wow. um, right out of college. Um, it was called A Rose is a Rose. And I did weddings and I did um, commercial th- um, things and bouquets and stuff and um and I, I loved that. I also taught yoga. I taught yoga to um, children as well as to adults. And <laughs> yoga cool. has been a beautiful place for me because, like you said, I'm bouncing all over the place. And so to be able to, to find stillness has been a challenge that mm. I've really embraced and loved. Um, I also started a, a sewing business. I... Um, I so before this was trendy and my sister actually came up with this idea to have reusable bags. And so before they were in your supermarkets like at Target or whatever, we actually had our own idea and so we came up with reusable um bags for like sandwiches, makeup, all of those wet bags, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we had that business. I also sold oil cloth um aprons. It was called Polka Dot Square. You can probably still find me on Etsy. Um, so I did that. I also taught sewing classes out of my house. Uh, wow. Oh, <laughs> I my also goodness. I feel like I you're still only doing the tip of the iceberg here, too. Oh, and I did crafting like crafting workshops at my house for two days. You'd have to come and you can come take classes. Um, I did blogging. I blogged for about five mm-hmm. days out of the week. Um, I don't know. Do we throw homeschool in there? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. How long did you so, do that for? I did that for one year, and that was, whoo, that was trying. All you homeschool moms out there, you are amazing. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else I've done. I'm looking at my my studio over here thinking, okay, yeah. what else have I um, done? I've written articles. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I just, I want to try things. I mm-hmm. love creating, and... Um, so that's all that's coming to my mind right now. <laughs> and it's kind of uh, surprising, but I mean, creating and producing a podcast takes a lot of those creative muscles. And I want to go into how you first started that dream, what, how it came into your mind even, and then how you got the, mo- the wheels going. But first, I think this is tied to your husband's story as well. Yeah. And, um, You've shared this a lot on your podcast, and so I think if people know you, they will know a lot about this. So this is, again, for those people who aren't as familiar with you. Sure, yeah. Can you, can you summarize your husband's diagnosis and the changes that brought about in your family um, over time that eventually brought you to um, need to work to provide? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I did. I was a stay-at-home mom for... I was 11 years and, and I did all different kinds of projects and things like that. And, and, um, my husband worked, um, in retail, he worked for Apple and loved it and they were a great company. Mm -hmm. And so in uh, 2009, uh, my husband was diagnosed with a very aggressive case of multiple sclerosis and, um, had scarring the, the people that did his scans, gave up on counting and so when they oh gave goodness. the gave the um 
a synopsis of it. They said uh, innumerable scars on his brain and his spine. Um, and so he continued to work for as long as he could. He ended up having about two or three other jobs after his main job to try and provide. Um, but the disease had just continued to take a toll on him. Um, first, it was just physical, um, the exhaustion, the pain, um, the, you know, the function of his body failing. Um, and then it the, became cognitive where it affected his memory, um, his ability to do simple tasks. Um, he would start to have absent seizures where he would, you know, lose the ability to focus. And um, and now we're into a new phase, uh, which is very difficult, and that's the loss of emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, so during that journey, just became apparent that he would no longer be able to work for our family. And, and I went through an identity crisis of sorts of, you know, identifying myself in certain roles and now, my world was completely changed. My husband was different. Our family dynamic was different. Our marriage was different. And I needed to step out and be that provider that my family needed. And um, I had been blogging it since 2006. And so even though I have a full-time job right now that I love and the, 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 the people that I work with support me so well. Yeah. Um, they, but they are also aware of my passion, which is people. Mm-hmm. And as I shared on um, my blog about our journey, um, this passion for people really was ignited because as I shared our story, people felt comfortable sharing theirs with me. And they, I was able to have my mind and my eyes open to what people go through um, on a different way that I hadn't really observed in the world before. And um, just this love for people's ability um, to be able to uh, rise above the, their circumstances and this ability to connect through the sharing of our stories. And so um, this this idea of this podcast came actually from my husband because I couldn't continue to do the blog as I, as I was doing it and I wanted to know what can I do. And I actually was helped a friend start a company called Moms Living Happy. And in that company, we interviewed um, video um, of we went and interviewed women, um, what their circumstances were and why they chose happiness. And so I helped her do that. And from that helped me to see how much I loved telling people's stories and, and hearing from them. And and that kind of was those sparks together were what has fueled this idea of the podcast. And um, it has been an incredible forum to be able to create not only um, intimate bonds between you and the guests, but also you and your audience as they're mm-hmm. doing their daily activities. Um, you're involved in their daily living. And so you feel this connection there um, with your guests as well as the audience. So that's kind of where it started. Yeah. So how, how long ago did you get the first initial idea? And, and then how long was it until you actually had your first episode? So I attended an influencer conference called Altitude Summit, and I attended that, oh my goodness, must have been 2015, I think. Um, Yeah, that's probably when it was January 2015, and I didn't know at the time I was pregnant. Oh, yeah. And uh, with a surprise, baby. (laughs) And um, so I, but I had the idea there um, to start doing a podcast, but I ended up getting pregnant, obviously, and um, having this baby, and it kind of delayed it. And so I didn't start until 2016, although I had done some interviews 
um, much probably the summer of 2015. Mm-hmm. So it's been it's been a long time in the making. Well, even in terms of time, I just don't know how on earth you're able to squeeze it in. It shows the passion <laughs> that you have, like you said, for people and for what you're doing. To go against so um, so many odds, just mm-hmm. even in terms Logic. of time. <laughs> Well, maybe for some people, but I think in many ways, I'd like to, you know, eventually talk about how having this dream still Mm -hmm. has saved you through some really hard times, too. So I do want to talk about that. But first, I want to go back to your transition into work. So I've been curious, how did you even know where to look for a job? You know, you, obviously, you're very intelligent. You had a oh, lot of thank skill you. sets. I mean, that's all there. But when you've had 11 years of, yes. of that, what? how uh-huh. did you know where to even turn? This was a very pivotal point in my life. And someone that came into my life that played a role that I don't know who else could have done it. And um, I have a sister-in-law who was raised by a single mom who worked. And um, I don't even know how it happened, but she somehow took me under her wing. And she sat me down and had a hard conversation mm-hmm. and kind of just gave me the push that I needed. I was at this place where I was so stubborn and I was in despair and I couldn't believe that this was my life path that my husband was no longer able to work and that wasn't even it it wasn't about the work it was about what the disease was doing to my husband and the havoc it was playing on our family and now he our lives had turned up lives had turned upside down and so I was so focused on that effect on me that I had to humble myself. It was a humbling experience. I had to realize that I wasn't, this sounds count, this count sounds counter to everything I say, but I wasn't special in the fact that why wouldn't this happen to me? I'm a human being. There, I'm not immune from human things. Yeah. I wasn't immune to having to go provide for my family. And, and who was I to think that I shouldn't have to do that? And so I, it was kind of a kick in the pants that yeah. I needed to be like, Brianna, this is it. This is your reality and you have to face it and you have to stop hanging on so hard to your past life that it's preventing you from living now. And so I had to I had to let go of of that and I had to step in and humble myself. I ended up um, going into banking. Mm -hmm. I had had some experience in the past and um, it worked for scheduling wise. I didn't want to go into something where I had to work at nights. Mm -hmm. And so I just... I I stepped into it and my mentor that helped me through this process, she's like, you're going to start something and it probably is not going to be where you're going to end up, but you just have to start. And so that's what I did. I just had to start. I had to humble myself and put my best foot forward, show people that I was willing to work with whatever it was that they would let me, you know, allow me to do that I was qualified for. But it was humbling, you know, to look at the amount that I would be paid, (laughs) you know, it was Mm -hmm. a very humbling experience, but I was able to start into banking and it and it wasn't a good fit, but it was a good start. Mm-hmm. And it led me to what I'm doing now. I'm in accounting right now yeah. for an incredible company. And so um, and it's been a great growing opportunity for me. Well, that carries into what you're doing now, this whole idea of to just start, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> to just start. So how did that come into play with 
the podcast, that same Mm -hmm. lesson. Yeah. Well, that was definitely a huge part was my husband because my personality is I want to be good at it like Mm -hmm. right away. I don't want to fail. You know, I don't want to like have to learn something the hard way. Just tell me how to do it and I'll do it. And I, that wasn't the case. You know, I couldn't, there wasn't a, a a surefire way to start a successful podcast thing that I could get a, a hold of, you know, and spend the time that I needed to spend. And so for me to have to just put imperfection out there in front of the world yeah. was really difficult for mm-hmm. me. But my husband was like, Brianna, you just have to start. And I go back and listen to those first podcasts and I cringe. <laughs> but, you I know, I can't even I go back it. and do that with mine. Yeah. I'm not in, as into it. But I just, I had to start and it was my husband's confidence in me and, um, and his belief in me that I could do it. That's really what got me going. And this, I felt so called and I feel so called to do what I'm doing. Um, not because I'm, I'm great at it, but because I love people so much and I want them to see what I see in them. So what did you hope the podcast would become at the beginning? And what do you hope now? How, how has that shifted? That's a really, that's a great question. In the beginning, I wanted to create a community. Uh, and that's, and that's what I started from the very first episode when maybe there was four people listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I said, we, you know, mm-hmm. we, you know, and I wanted it to be us. I wanted it always to feel like we were in this together. And so at the beginning, I didn't know where it was gonna, gonna, going to go, but I wanted people to feel. I wanted them to feel connected. I wanted them to feel like they weren't alone. And that was my main goal in the beginning, uh, was to be able to create a community, a place where people can come and be inspired as well as have these moments of illumination about themselves. Yes. That if that person can do it, I can do it too. Um, or they've done it, I can do it, I'm not, I'm not alone. And so that's kind of where it started, not knowing where it would go. But now my vision has expanded and the podcast is a beautiful way to build a community and we are and I love it. I call mm-hmm. us we're good we're good seekers and change makers over yes. at the Life Project. And they the people that come, they're looking for different things. They're looking to either create this desire in themselves to start seeing the good in themselves. Maybe they just don't have it yet, but they want that desire. And then there's people that come that that are are feeling more ready, but they just don't know how to get going. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other people that are like, yes, I want this now. I want to jump in. And so there's coming for different reasons. And I want to help to take that and now help those who are ready to start seeing the good inside themselves and take them to another level, not just be inspired by other people, but to start discovering their own story and what that looks like. And my vision is to create opportunities to do that in person, um, to have, you know, a events that people come my one of my ultimate goals is to have retreats for women specifically who are ready to be invested in changing the way they see themselves and we go and do the work together and then they have work that they can bring home with them so that they can apply it in their daily living um and so that's that's those are some of the things that I want to do um but just to be able to be out and face to face I think it's so important in our world right now that is so digital mm-hmm. that we lose that ability to connect in real life. And I think there's nothing like being in a room with someone, uh, feeling their 
their spirit, their um, their person, you know, there as you're watching them share their experiences and connecting with them um, and providing that in-person support. And so that's that's what I'm hoping for. I've had a few events that have been transformational for me. Yeah. And, um, and I hope that to be able to do more of that, even like one-on-one coaching, I'm starting. I'm so excited. That's cool. I have a, a course that I'm launching um, yes, in September. Tell us about that. Yeah. In September. Okay. Yeah. So um, if you've ever listened to my podcast, you know that I, I sign off my podcast with wax on, shine on. And people yes, are like, what is that? Some it. 80s reference? What is that? <laughs> but um, it goes back to the moon and the phase of the moon. And if you could see my desk right now, you could see I have magnets of the phase of the moon on my monitor from a friend, um, Jenna from uh, Bumbaloo sent those to me. And the, the the moon is just a visual reminder. I love visual reminders. I'm a very visual person. And for me, the moon is this beautiful symbol that we always know that the moon exists in full. It's always there. It's, it's perfect. It's round. It's whole. It's complete. But it's only as the moon waxes, it goes from a new moon to a full moon as every night just a little bit more of the surface is illuminated mm. until it until it shines in its glorious fullness. And that's what I want for people that come and join with me on this booster course is that with every night, with every day, with every activity, just a little bit more of the goodness that's already inside of you will become illuminated to yourself. And that's what I, I think that we can do that. If they're just a little by little, it doesn't have to be huge things. It happens just a little bit as a time. And as we acknowledge them, um, you know, we'll see more of what already exists inside of us. And so as a community, we're going to do, it's called Project, Project Wax on Shine On. And so for 14 days, we're going to follow those phases of the moon. And we're going to start on each day um, to your inbox. You'll get a video of me talking about today, that today's prompt or that that booster or that breakthrough that we're going to do together as a community on that day. Um, and then there's a Facebook group that you can come and join and, and have peer-to-peer um, support. And then I'll come in and do Facebook Lives um, uh, the 1st, the 7th, and the 14th day. Um, and then we're and there's also visual boosters that you can get. There's a shirt, a wax on shine on shirt, and a life beats necklace if you're into visual things like I am. Yeah. Um, and it's just a way for us to be able to cheer each other on in those simple small things that will help us to see what already exists inside of us. Oh, there's so much there. Oh, I love it so much. And I and I love that you're you're fulfilling this dream that has slowly been illuminated within you. One of the things I love, I have loved about listening to your po- podcast, and I think I, I found you early on, probably not episode one to five, but, you know, still early on, is I do, I see this illumination within you and, oh, and this growth you. and this development and you finding your own, um, self you know and your own amazingness and strength there and I think that ties directly into this pursuit and the hustle that is demanded of you in Mm -hmm. pursuing your dream and let's talk about the nitty nitty gritty of that okay (laughs) what do you want to know (laughs) what it's really like to pursue a dream you know it's we see people's end products so much you know we don't realize yeah. So what really happens? What's it like to actually lots be of trying and lots of failing mm-hmm. and being okay to pick those pieces 
back up and try again and and it takes um it takes so many things it takes a good community of support you know it takes you having people around you that are cheering you on and people that are along the ride with you um and i have it's so interesting to me as i think about my life right now is that i have different people in my life that play different roles and pop into my life at different times um but it takes a lot of that a lot of having support um from other people um it takes having um a vision of where you want to go um it takes um being willing to be vulnerable (laughs) and being okay with maybe for me and what i'm doing okay to fail in public um you know and and grow in public and um uh, there's there's so many things that I've learned that it that it takes, but I I think it also takes investment in yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that if you are not investing in your own personal development, that you can't continue to pursue a dream, because you need to be sustained, um, you know, with and whatever that looks like. I think that's mm-hmm. a lot of what I've discovered and have given myself permission is to invest time in myself. And it's hard because I rely upon a lot of, a lot of other people to help my family get going mm-hmm. um, and to keep going. And so thinking about taking time for myself and going and doing things, sometimes I feel beholden to others because of their investment in me. And it kind of puts a strain on allowing myself to not do all only the things that are on fire and necessary Mm -hmm. and so I have to give myself permission to go to a concert I have to give myself permission to go to a yoga class I have to give myself permission um to just you know do nothing yeah (laughs) whatever it is that that I've had to I've really had to figure out what rejuvenates me um so I don't know I, I feel kind of scattered in this answer to you but um, I, I guess I've just, I guess I've just learned a lot and there isn't a rule book. Yeah. And for someone who, for me, is very much a rule follower, you know, just give me the rule or give me the step by step and I'll follow it. But it's hard that there isn't, yes. you know, that there isn't just a one right way that we do have to struggle through it. And, um, and I've definitely struggled, but I think, um, I just keep trying new things and um, looking at what I want, which is to be able to provide for my family and keeping that in the forefront has been incredible and staying connected to my higher power, which is God. Um, that is paramount for me and, and helping me to be able to tackle what I need to get done. Mm-hmm. I liked how you've been really transparent about that, the project, um, get Brianna to work from home or however you've been saying that. I love that you've been doing that, Brianna. And I just think like, you know, I'm, I'm glad that that's what you're working towards. But for me, that also the stakes Mm -hmm. are so much higher for you. I mean, even for me, I've been traumatized almost about what am I going to do with this blog? And is it going anywhere? And it's so stressful, but I don't have the stakes you do on it. So how are you able to handle that extra pressure of knowing that this is your your hope it is definitely hard and I think I've talked I was talking about this today it's like so easy to let the fear take over and 
have your vision crumble mm-hmm. because you want it to work so much and you need it to work so much that it's so easy to let this fear come in and you have you have to stay connected whatever that means to you you know you need to stay connected to yourself you need to stay connected to your vision you need to stay connected to your higher power um you, you have to stay connected and but it is it is so difficult because you're tired and you're constantly second guessing yourself of what am I why am I spending time on this you know is this really logical I do have a job should I just try and get a better job you know or what do I do you know why am I doing this why am I spending time away from my family you know you just constantly second guessing yourself Um, but I'm so grateful that God continues to put in my path people that are showing me that this is what I'm supposed to do Mm -hmm. and I truly feel like I have this um you know, I have this passion and, and ability to be able to help people to see that divine and that goodness that exists inside of them. And I feel like that in a way is God's work. And, and I want to, and I want to do that and help him and, and help myself in return in providing for my family. And I feel like you can do both of those things. Um, but it is a constant, um, second guessing and doubting yourself and, Mm -hmm. and, um, so it's a it's a definitely a mental game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in, in line with that, it's just for anyone who's listening who does have a dream or a passion project, you know, or, or something that they they want to do, but they're letting that fear get in the way. I mm-hmm. was wondering if you could answer if it's worth it, if it's still worth pursuing a dream despite all of the stress and failures and um, chaos that can come with it. And in related to that, what has this podcast given back to you? Hmm, good questions. Well, my favorite definition of happiness comes from Sean Aker, and he talks about that happiness is the, the joy we feel moving towards our potential. Wow. And so I would think, what what do you define? What do you define as your potential? What does that mean to you? And what? what do you think you're capable of doing? And, and for me, potential incorporates a lot of different things. It incorporates, um, my ability and my potential to be a provider for my family and my potential to be able to be more like God and Christ, um, also involves a potential to be able to help other people. Um, and I think that, that I don't know how to explain this exactly what I mean, but I feel like um, I'm not I'm not perfect by any means, and I'm not trying to put out there that I have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm quick to tell you that I don't. And so I think because of that, that I have this potential to connect with people because Absolutely. I want them to know that I'm in this with them. And if they've, yes. if you've ever listened to one of my Lifeline episodes, you mm-hmm. know that I'm like sharing, I'm sharing in the middle of the hard. Mm-hmm. And so if I can help you to see that you're not alone, um, that, that helps me to feel like I'm reaching my potential to help you to feel connected. Um, and it, and I think why it's worth it is because of what I'm getting out of it. So what I'm getting out of the podcast are so many different things. And I think a lot of it has to do with my emotional well-being, mm-hmm. 
which allows me to be better for my children, be better for my husband, um, and better in my full-time job right now um, because of the the perspective that I am continually given, the clarity that I'm given about um, human resilience, yes. about um, that we are that we are in this together, that we are more alike than we are different, um, that we are capable of so much and that we can help each other along our paths, um, that we were meant to do that, that we are designed to be able to strengthen one another, to turn outward instead of to turn inward. Um, And it is, there have been days where I've had an interview coming up and I was like, I am in the worst possible frame of mind to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to interview someone. Uh, I just don't think I can do it. But I, every time that I've done it, I have gotten so much more out of it than anybody could possibly have gotten out of it because it helps me to remember what I'm grateful for. It helps me to remember that connection. It helps me to remember my vision. It helps me to see that I'm I'm providing a platform for others to be able to share um, their lives and their lessons and, and that we can reach down inside of people's homes and help them to know that that they can make it too and that that um, we are in this together. And it has been it when I call it a lifeline, it's been a lifeline for me. It is a it's a constant um, it's a constant uh, buoy in my life. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity and privilege that I have to do what I get to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so much of that that you've talked about, I'm just thinking about it ties into you know, often we say, how does someone grow in spite of their trials or in spite of the stress, um, in spite of the obstacles? And I think it's more of really, how have you grown because of it? Because with what you have faced, I mean, you would not be where you are right now if you hadn't been faced with so many great hardships, Mm. you know? So what can you say about that of growing because of the trials, not in spite of them? I've had, it's been a very difficult journey for me when I've looked at it that way, because at first I carried so much guilt that I was growing because my husband was not. My husband Mm. was getting worse, Mm. which left a void in what our family needed. And so because of that, I had to step up and I've grown because of his decline and I've had to fight so much guilt because of that to wa- to watch that and witness that but he would never want me to look at it that way never but I and it's also it's been very difficult for me to separate my story from his story and yes, yes our our stories are so intertwined but there is there is a separation in some way that of what of how I've had to grow because of the things that are happening in our lives. And I have been so stubborn where I'm just like, I don't want to have to grow. This isn't it. This cannot be my plan. You know, this cannot be the plan for me. There's no way. And I fought it so much. Um, and I have had a friend 
tell me, Brianna, it's your story. You have to embrace it. And, um, and I've really worked on doing that, embracing my story and, um, trying to focus on those things that I have, that I've learned. And it takes a lot of reflection. And when you're busy, 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 sometimes we don't think about those things, but I've found, um, I found yoga has helped me to be able to do that. Quiets my mind. Writing has been an incredible conduit for for clarity and perspective, and um, and I think it's been okay. I've have to get have had to give myself permission to be okay with my growth, yeah. um, because uh, it's hard to think that I'm growing and maybe mm-hmm. my husband's not growing in the way that we thought he would grow. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's growing in all kinds of ways and in his endurance and his faith and, and things like that. Um, but I, but it, I would never have had the experiences that I've had if it had not been for almost being forced into my circumstances. And so, um, my word for the year is rise. Yeah. And that's and that's what I want for myself and what I'm hoping will because of my decision to try and rise, I'm trying to lift other people as I'm rising. And um and it's been very good for me to be able to to give myself permission to do that, to to rise to the things that that I want to be able to um, feel about myself and see in myself and, and achieve. Yeah. I'm glad you'd be so transparent about that because, I mean, I wouldn't have guessed that that would be such a guilt-ridden thing for you. But the way you mm-hmm. described it, I mean, that completely makes sense. And it shows your devotion, too. You know, so I appreciate that. Um, You know, I'm thinking before I I have you answer my final question, I wanted to know um, where we can direct people. So if they want to learn more about you, if they are interested in your course, where should they find you? Oh, great question. Well, we are partying over on Instagram. So yeah. you can come over to at Life Beats Project. And so come and join us on social media there as well as on Facebook at the Life Beats Project. And Life Beats is one word. Mm-hmm. Um, look for Life Beats, that, just that one word, wherever you listen to podcasts. I would love to have you come and listen. Um, and my website is thelifebeatsproject.com. And you can listen to, you can go to my library there of all the past podcasts. Um, and listen there and um, also if you click on the link in my Instagram profile you can go to and find the course um, Project Wax on Shine On you can go right there and there's three different ways that you can become involved with that course I'd love for you to um, I'd love for you to do that um, and let's throw in a code Monica well, let's do awesome. it so if you if let's do the code about progress Thanks. and if you do that that'd then you awesome. can get yeah, get, you can get $26 off of any of the, the ticket prices. I'd love for you to come and join us um, over there, be a so part nice. of the community. Yeah. So now it's time for the final question. And, and this is something I talk about with each guest, and they take it so many different directions, and I love hearing what they come up with. I mean, some are really funny and some are really deep. You know, um, and it, Ooh, so I'm our, interested to see what I'm going to say. Yeah. So, so the question is, what have you learned about yourself the past few years? I think something that, um, 
I interviewed a friend of mine from work. Her name is Hannah Bleak. Mm. And she shared her story of her drug addiction for seven years. Yes. And it has a very deep and powerful interview. And something that she said on there really struck me. And she said she learned what she was capable of, both good and bad. And I think that that for me is what... I've seen in myself, I've seen the goodness that I'm also, I'm capable of, but I've also been humbled to see that there's another side of me and that how important it is for me to stay connected. Um, that there, there is, um, you know, there's a constant battle, I think, for us to be able to be the people that we want to be. Um, and how they're just small pivots that can take us in either direction and how important it is for us to know the course that we want to be on. And, and it's okay for when we make mistakes to, to correct our course. Um, I think I've learned to, that my lows have not been as low, even though um, the hard things that I've gone through have been harder than ever. I think because of the way that I've learned to pivot um, that I've been able to, to come out of those lows faster than ever. Um, there was a point in my life, uh, when my whole day revolved around if my husband was feeling good or not that day. And if he was having a bad day, I was having a bad day. If he was having a good day, I was having a good day. And it be, it was my, I made it an intention that I needed to be strong and I needed to be, um, stable and uh, no matter what his life was like, that I needed to, to do that. And I've there's been ups and downs in that. And I've discovered the things that I don't like about myself, but I've also seen the things that I, that I do like about myself. And so um, not beating myself up for when I've had a bad day and learning how to um, come about, come out of those and forgive myself and be kind to myself has been life-changing for me. I can't even tell you how differently I feel because I've been kinder to myself. Yeah. And um, it's been a really freeing experience. You know, that's what I think I've noticed wax stronger in you is that self-love and acceptance. Although I think there was always that huge piece there to it. I'm, and I'm just so grateful that you would allow us to be a part of this journey for you and that you're sharing it and that you're helping others rise along the way. It's just so special what you're doing and so empowering and you have absolutely changed my life and I know you're oh, changing so many you, others, Brianna. So I appreciate it, what you're doing and I appreciate you taking the time to speak with me. Oh, I am so honored and, and you know, if, um, I, I was able, I had so much fun. I put together this episode where I talked about the top five podcast episodes that transformed my life. And you were on there um, <laughs> because of you being so willing to share your journey and the life lessons that you've learned over your, you talk about your 11 year journey and battle and struggle with your um you know, your mindset shift. And yeah. that has been, it came at the most perfect time for me. So you have, you have changed my life and I'll be eternally grateful for you and your friendship. So thank you, Monica. Thanks so much. Right after I pressed the record button there, I was basically squealing to Brianna because it was so nice of her to give me that 
incredible honor of highlighting me as a podcast that was influential in her own life, especially because some of the backstory is I I had felt like I had stalked Brianna and basically forced her to interview me. So it it really meant the world to me. And it meant the world to me to have her on the show as well. The word the word I would describe her with is light. And I think you can hear that in her voice and in and how she views her own life and how she tries to spread that light to others. And I hope that is what she has done for you today, that she has empowered you to find what is your story and how you can own it and how owning it will transform your life and the dreams that you are taking on. I hope you give her a follow, but I also hope that you, if if you already follow her, that you will sign up for her course. As soon as I got off with talking to her, I went and signed up and I used the code. So I made sure it worked for you. About progress is the code. I have linked to her 14 day course on my show notes which you can find at aboutprogress.com. And and really, truly, I would have signed up for that even if she hadn't been on my show and if she hadn't offered us a code. She really has changed my life. So I'm looking forward to that course, and I hope you will join me in taking it. Brianna, thank you again for taking the time to be on the show and for offering me so much love and encouragement, even though I'm following a similar dream You've never held back and given me that support, so I thank you for that. I have a really exciting thing to tell you about that I am going to be involved in at the end of this month. It is called the Happy Healthy Mom Summit. It is a free summit. It's an online conference for moms who want to thrive inside and out. It will be going from September 25th through the 29th, and again, it is free. There will be 27 women who are interviewed on a whole variety of topics, things that we can do to empower our lives, to take control over our choices and how we are living both inside and outside. It is hosted by Stephanie Webb, who you have heard twice on my podcast. One is a do something highlight. And then last week, she was the expert for my show on uh, food, how to use it, not abuse it. So Stephanie Webb is the host and has put this all together. There are so many incredible, there are so many incredible women who are, there are so many incredible women who are going to be a part of the summit. And I am so thrilled to follow along with it, let alone participate. If you would like to sign up to get your free ticket, I have a link for you. That link is on my website aboutprogress.com. In my course, uh, my little class, I will be talking about technology, which is something that we have talked about in the past, and I am very passionate about it, how we use it, not abuse it. You see, that theme is popping up again, but Stephanie and I had such a fun time exploring that topic, why we have such a pull to it, and what we can do to resist it and better make technology a tool in our life. You're going to see me in a different medium. It's video, so that was intimidating for me um, because I I'm usually behind a microphone and um, usually really happy that people can't see me. So <laughs> I, I actually had a really good time doing it, though, and I'm really proud of what we talked about. And it's and I think it will give you a lot of empowerment and not guilt. So stay tuned for that particular class. I will be talking the last day. Let me tell you about the other days. 
Each day, a few interviews will air and they will be available for 24 hours for free. If you are interested in having all of the interviews uh, for you to uh, learn from, they're, they're like mini classes that I think are really fun and funny, empowering, motivating, and on so many different topics, uh, you'd, you'd probably be interested in purchasing a package that will also be available. I'll tell you more about that next week as well as on my blog about progress.com if you want to know more. But again, it is free if you are doing it within the windows of the 24 hours of each day the interviews being aired and you can get your free ticket through the link on my website. And I am really hoping you all sign up. I want to give a big thank you to all of you. We reached my goal of getting 50 reviews on iTunes. We are now at 53. Each one of those matter so much to me. I wish I could communicate to you how important it is to me. And I read every word and I take it to heart. If you would like to share some feedback with me, can you please do it there? I do get your emails and I love them and your direct messages on Instagram and Facebook and keep those coming as well. But if you want to share some more formal feedback and uh, things you've learned, take five minutes and please leave a review on iTunes for me and continue to share it with your friends and, and loved ones that you know will benefit from the people we hear from each week. You can always find me on Instagram and Facebook at About Progress and my website aboutprogress.com where I have show notes, other podcast episodes, as well as my own writing that I have been doing off and on and getting back into now that I'm feeling better within my pregnancy. So I've been really enjoying getting back on the horse with that. I I was going to end by saying I love you (laughs) and I do. So I love you guys. Thank you for making me a part of your, your life and I hope that you can feel the the true genuine love that I have on the side of it for you and for what you've um, been doing to be a part of this own community that we have been creating here. So I will see you next Wednesday for a great interview with an incredible woman named Nicole who has been through so much with some incredible trials with her uh, with her son's health and how she has been able to work through that. I really hope you come back for that next Wednesday. And until then, take care of yourself. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.